Hi there, this is Sherry Lee Myers. Welcome to How to Connect with Angels. We believe that no matter what, every person has the unconditional love and help of angels, our messengers from God. But we have to be willing to believe and we have to be willing to ask. That's what our film, The Glitch, that we are shooting here in New Orleans is all about with the help of some amazing music and talent. If you're curious, visit us at theglitchmovie.com and take a look. But now, right now, let's talk to someone who's devoted to helping us make a divine connection. Michelle Capture is an intuitive spirit guide, bringing messages and information to her clients, helping them heal and evolve both personally and spiritually. She holds a master's degree in counseling, is a certified life coach, a certified yoga instructor, a Reiki master teacher, and a natural-born intuitive. Her psychic gifts allow her to see, feel, and hear information from angels, spirit guides, archangels, and ascended masters. Michelle came into this life with the purpose of helping others ease their emotional suffering through the power of self-love, compassion, and a deep connection to spirit. Good morning. Good morning, Michelle Capture. I am so delighted to meet you and to talk to you about your exquisite work. Thank you. Sherry, thank you so much. That's so beautiful. And I'm so thrilled to be here. Uh, I love talking about angels and spirit guides and connecting to spirit. And I want right now for you just to lay it out before us, your, what it is that you offer, where we can find you so that they can keep that in mind, because you're going to have so many things that are of interest. Y'all write this down. Michelle Capture, what do you do? (laughs) Where do we find you? All right. Well, so that's easy. You find me at michellecapture.com and um, capture with a K. Ah. Um, and I'm, I, my little tagline I use for fun is that I'm a psychic, a healer and a coach all rolled into one. Yeah. Uh, I have my psychic intuitive gifts that I was born with mm. and we can get into more on how I've developed them further and keep them open and fresh. For sure. I'm a trained, uh, I've got a master's degree in counseling and I'm a certified life coach. Uh, I was a certified yoga teacher, taught yoga for many years and yoga and meditation were definitely um, big catalysts for me in opening up into my intuitive gifts that were already there. Uh Uh, And then I do energy work and I was guided to the energy work, which was really beautiful. I have a fun story about that. I was, if I, I can share that, it was um, about 12 years ago and I was immersed in yoga and was working with a spiritual mentor who told me that I was going to be doing this work one day. And I was camping with my family, my husband and our children, and they had little yurts on the property. And so I said to my husband, you know what, I'm going to go meditate in one of the yurts. And he says, okay, great. And I was reading Doreen Virtue's Healing with the Angels at that time, that book. Yeah. Wow. Just really opening. Everything was really in tune. I was really opening. And so I'm sitting inside this little yurt and I'm meditating. And I hear so clearly, no, Michelle, don't be scared. Oh. And I thought, oh my God, a snake has come into the yurt or there's a bear behind me. Like I'm in danger. 
you know, and instead what happened is all of a sudden my body started to vibrate and shake and oh. move up and down. Oh. Yeah. And I could feel all of this energy moving through me. I could feel emotions that were moving through me. Mm. Uh, I had visuals. Mm. Um, it's a really powerful experience and it lasted for about 20 minutes. Wow. And when I finished, I went back and I said to my husband, I think I just experienced energy healing. I oh. think just shown how to move energy through my body. Oh, don't you think it's about grounding so much? I mean, the Reiki, it, it, it allows you to live in your body. I, I, I do agree with you. I think we, we need the grounding. We need, we need both, right? We need the grounding to really ground into the earth and to be here present in the human experience. Because the present, the human experience really is the spiritual practice, you know, for the soul growth and evolvement. Uh, um, so we do really need that. And, and what does that require of us? It requires us to feel what we are feeling and not to run away from it. Yes. And with the Reiki, correct me if I'm wrong, my sense of it is that the Reiki allows us to experience the divine energy coming in. To right, our... because Reiki means spiritually guided life force energy. Ah, love so that. really, you're opening up your your energy bodies. You know, mm -hmm. we have the physical body, and then we have the energy bodies, the subtle bodies. We call it in yoga, mm -hmm. and you're opening up to the divine, correct? And so you're receiving life force energy from from spirit, from the creator. Right. Okay. So let's talk about your. Stuff, your your story, your life, what brought you to this magnificent understanding and all of this beautiful work that you do? Can you back up for us? Tell us about your childhood. You said you were working with, or chatting with angels when you were young, yeah? Yeah, well, my I, I was talking to God, and, and then I was led to the angels later, which was interesting. I was born um, at a very young age, I remember talking to God. I have journals, diaries. I call them journals now, right? Diaries. When I was eight years old, please, God, please help. Please help my mom. Please help, you know, please help our situation. Mm -hmm. uh, my mother was um, a, an alcoholic. Um, mm -hmm. She was very verbally abusive to me. Um, I suffered a lot of trauma, yes, in my early childhood. And uh, my parents were divorced when I was young. And um, so we had a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of drama, a lot of trauma. My mother, we moved, you know, we moved a lot. We moved 18 times in my first 18 years of life. Yeah. So we didn't yeah. have very much stability. Mm -hmm. And um, so I would talk to God, you know, all the time and please help and please help. And then I think, you know, like so many other light workers, healers, you know, you get into the teenage years and, you know, you become interested in teenage things. Yeah. And I kind of put that on the back burner. But I was always interested in God and religion and spirituality, even though um, the Christianity and I was raised Episcopalian didn't totally resonate. It seemed limited. Yeah. You know, right. It seemed like there was so much more. And God loves everybody. And why do people suffer so much? This was really my question. Why do we all suffer so much? Sure. Right. So. You know, fast forward many years, quite honestly, I got married. I got, did get my master's degree in counseling. I wanted to help children. I was a school counselor for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. 
But I got married and my first husband made a lot of money and I lived a very fortunate life and did not have to work <laughs> and had my three children. And then it was time for my life to take a very traumatic and dramatic turn. Um, yeah. And this was not something that I consciously had planned in this lifetime. So, but I really believe in divine timing and I really believe in my heart of hearts that when something is meant for you, it will show up, <laughs> you know, it will show up. And this is where the trust really comes in. Even when that, even when that something is a two by four to the head. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A, right. And maybe multiple two by fours to the head. What right? happened? So I, interestingly, I was very fit. I was working out all the time, exercising. And this woman from my uh, preschool wanted to take me to a yoga class. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. Yoga is so not my thing, you know. <laughs> right. No, yoga is not my thing. And, you know, I had all those kind of preconceived, you know, ideas and judgments about who the yoga type person was. Absolutely. And that was just not me, right? Oh, at not all. me. Yeah. yeah. No, not me. And so after several months, this woman um, said, just just come try it. You're going to love it. Mm -hmm. And I, my friend's opening a studio locally, and it's uh, Bikram-style yoga. Mm -hmm. It's hot. It's competitive. You're going to get a workout. And I'm like, oh, fine, you know. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting. We're going to get into this story. I had a feeling we were going to. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're so, ready. Good. So I'm ready. Yeah. As I was writing these notes, to be honest with you, I thought we're going to get into my, my personal story, my Got journey. You. I've Got always you. been told that this was going to be shared. All right. <laughs> so I had been with my husband for um, uh, 14 years total, and um, we were still together at this time. But anyway, I walked into this yoga studio, and a very handsome man with beautiful blue eyes was sitting behind the counter. And this voice inside said, hey. I know you. And this other voice said, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't know him at all. And I said, yes, I do. I know him. Well, 15 years later, he is my husband. <laughs> he is my husband. And oh, that wow. event. Now, interestingly, nothing happened at that point. Um, we, I took his yoga class for a few months. And then I got pregnant with my third child, my last child, my son. And so I left, you know, for nine months and then I came back and, uh, when my son was about two months old and I said, hi, do you remember me? And he says, of course I remember you. And I said, great. Well, I had a baby. He says, oh my gosh, my wife and I had a baby as well. Oh <laughs> yeah. Five months before my son was born. So wow. I said, okay, great. So fast forward about eight months later, my life, I became immersed in yoga. I was going, you know, more to yoga than I was to, um, my exercise classes. And Bradley, the yoga instructor, who's now my husband, said, um, you know, why don't I teach you how to meditate? I said, great. So we set up a time to, for him to teach me how to meditate. And basically what happened was he said, look, are we supposed to talk about what's going on between us? And I said, I have no idea, you know. And we said at that moment, you know what, we're both married. We both have children. We were not going to risk anything. And we actually took a separation. And even at that point, I was really sad. I stopped going to his yoga studio. Mm. But then of course, what happened? So here come the angels. I mean, all of this, as we already know, is completely angelically guided and divine. Yes. And very in line with my soul plan, of course. Yeah. So um, we kept running into each other. <laughs> you know, we ran into each other several times. 
And then finally one day, I don't know what happened. I just, I think some angel put his hand on my back and said, you're going back to the studio. And I walked in one morning and I said, I'm here for class. And he said, yes, I knew you would be. And I said, (laughs) okay. So Sherry, a month later, we decided to leave our marriages. We did not consummate a relationship on a physical level, but clearly there was such a heart connection and a very deep soul connection. And of course, I've realized through all my work, we've been together in many past lives and that uh, we had five other past lives together until this union was able to come together in this life. And my darling, you had to go, I'm going to just put it out there. I mean, you had the risk of causing heartbreak and pain and all this difficulty with your family. No wonder it was, I mean, when you said it was four years of the dark night of the soul. True. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, you know what? I had a totally different story that I thought had happened. And mm-hmm. I am just, I'm so touched and I, I'm just really touched by that because when you know you're not with the right person, it's heartbreaking for everyone. You it know. was devastating. Yeah. I mean, it was really devastating for us all, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. as a result of that, I did lose everything. Oh, I lost all of my money. I lost all of my friends. I lost the relationships with my family, my mother, my father, my sister. Uh, um, yeah. You know, I, we had a lot of judgment against us in our small community. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, we, we've been, and to be truthful, even up to this point, we have been through a lot together. I mean, we've really gone through rings of fire and uh, our commitment is still the most beautiful thing I have in my life, in addition to my children, of course, but our our, our connection is supreme, sublime, yeah. and it's amazing. Yeah. 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 So it opened up everything for me. This is when I started working with a spiritual mentor. This is when I started meditating. Uh, meditating is one of the best ways to start connecting with your angels and your guides. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Right. Okay. Yes. That's what you do too. I mean, tell me how you work with people because you have such a incredible compassion for people who are in um, a really desperately bad place because you have created these seven stages of energetic healing as a, as a, you know, it's kind of like a, it's like, I'm going to say triage with the spirit, Mm -hmm. with spirit. Right. And I want to describe to me, you know, what is it like if I come to you with, um, in a crisis, what do we do? You know, my ability to feel as an empath is extremely strong. I am also clairvoyant, clairaudient, and clairsentient. So Mm -hmm. I do receive information in all of those ways. But my ability to feel what other people are feeling is very strong. And I really hold the space for them to be able to talk about what, what is going on, to talk about the darkness. Energy's moving through me as I'm working with them. I'm connecting to the guides and the angels. Messages are coming through. Um, and I use, of course, my life experience of going through this trauma of literally my life doing a 180 almost overnight and losing my identity and everything that I thought I was going to be and what my life was going to be like. So uh, I do feel like I do have a lot of compassion for people uh, in that way mm-hmm. and understanding that their pain is real and true for them. 
mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. holding the space for them to begin, you know, to, again, I guess, talk about it so that we can start giving them information and clearing the, the, uh, unprocessed emotions that get stored in the body. We can only process so much when we've gone through a trauma. And so whatever is not processed gets stored in the various parts of the body. And so we start to clear those out with the understanding that you also have to be proactive in your healing and start to make positive changes. Because you are all about working with people who know and recognize and will take responsibility for the fact that they have the power to heal themselves. I mean, you Absolutely. want, you have to have that. You have to have the desire. Yes. Yes. The desire. Yeah. The desire yeah. actually to prove it to yourself when you yeah. say, I mean, maybe I can come to you going, nothing's worked. Correct. And what you if might, I feel that I way? What do you say? say? <laughs> I say, well, what are you doing? Uh, what are you thinking? And what are you doing for yourself? Mm-hmm. Right. You cannot sit back. Healing is not a passive process. Ah. Yeah, it's a, you're right. It's 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 you know we have been given free will, free choice, which is free action as well in this realm, and we need to use it to our best advantage. Which means we have to take action. If you just go to a healer, a psychic, a coach, a therapist, anybody, and you just sit but you play the passive role, you're you're you know you're not going to get very far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. going to put a face. I mean, you know, it is a very proactive process. Do, do not be codependent with your psychics or Correct. with, yeah, that's, um, that's, um, that is a discipline. It's di- the discipline. Um, and, and I want to talk through the seven stages of energetic healing that you offer most mm-hmm. brilliantly and beautifully for free on yes. your website, um, yes. which is michellecapture.com, capture with a K. Yes. Uh, capturing our hearts. That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, please, let's, let's do, let's do those, those seven steps. I want to make sure it's at the meat. We get into the meat of that. Um, stage one of healing, mm-hmm. awareness. Mm-hmm. Go. Awareness. Okay. I'm not okay. I don't feel good. I'm not happy. I don't, I don't, I don't feel good about myself. I have low self-esteem. My relationships are horrible. I hate my job. I'm still so sad about the partner that left me 10 years ago, or Mm -hmm. I'm still so angry at my parent, you know, from my childhood, you know, things are not going well for me. And I'm, I'm unhappy. I'm I mean, unhappy. I'm unhappy. I'm right. unhappy. Now, here's what's difficult, right? Because if you're in depression and you're unhappy, you've been that way for a while. And then you get into, I don't deserve to feel better. I know. Caught, right? I, I don't deserve to feel better. I'm not worthy of love, peace, happiness, joy you know, all of the things that we all truly do desire deep within our hearts and our souls. But then how do we get to stage two? How do we get to willingness if we feel like we don't deserve to feel any better? I really believe that when you have decided that you have suffered enough, Uh, that's when the willingness shows up. Oh, that's a good one. That's one of the first things I'll tell people. Of course, you deserve to be happy. You know, we think happiness is this elusive thing. Why, why, you know, why, why do I deserve to be happy? Well, why don't you, why don't you deserve to be happy? 
And Michelle, isn't it also possible that it's been so long since we experienced uh, joy, uh, simple okayness, um, elation, just happiness? I mean, we did as children and then, I don't know, we got kind of conditional, right? We got conditional and we got hurt. Yes. Right. And we got hurt. We got hurt. And the hurt forces us to right to put on the shields, to put on the shields. And then we start to avoid the things that will make us happy for fear that they may be taken away again, that we'll get hurt again. And so that's how we start to repeat our own patterns. Ah. Right. As opposed to taking the learning. What did I learn from this? Oh, I learned. Okay. I learned that I did not follow my intuition and I went off with somebody who I really knew in my heart of hearts was not good for me, but I did it anyway. And instead of coming back and saying, Oh, I'm not worthy. Say, wow, look what I did. Ah. I'm not going to do that next time. Next time that same, you know, little shiny bauble shows up in my life. I'm going to say, no, I I recognize you and I deserve better. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bite. You know, you know, and my I had a therapist, Marty, and he used to say, and I would agonize about things that I had done wrong of in course. my past. And he said, "What if I told you it was just a mistake?" Yeah, and I uh, or a learning. A, a I just learning, yes. like it was a learning. It was an opportunity. Mm-hmm. These are our opportunities for spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. And that's why when we can get out of self-judgment mm-hmm. and self-blame and step into that self-love and the self-worthing and, and the self-love, I really feel leads to that. I want to hop to stage three. Okay. If we can bring the willingness, only if it's a willingness to see if it works. Yes. And to trust you and to trust the path. We now need you to hook us up with our angels, don't we? How do you do that? So I really tell people, I encourage everybody to meditate. And I know that, uh, you know, there is a lot of resistance to meditation. So if I'm working with you one-on-one, I will tune in to hear the guidance around what will work for you. One of my clients meditates in her garden by gardening. Mm -hmm. You know, one of my uh, clients meditates by washing her dog washing her animals, but she goes into that zone and you want to go into that, that open zone where you're not ruminating about the past, which is what your therapist said when we're going over and over and over again, the things that have happened to us, but to really be present, you know, just come into the present moment, look around your room, look at the flowers, go for a walk. But this is how we connect. Um, so for me connecting through journaling, I write my angels letters. Um, yeah, I write them letters Uh, I leave them under my pillow sometimes, you know, please guide me on such and such Mm -hmm. and I'll sleep on it. If I'm really like looking for an answer, I'll sleep on it. And then I'll wake up the next morning and I'll meditate with it and have my pen and I'll just start writing. So automatic writing is another wonderful way to start tuning into guidance. And it's about believing. I always say to people too, when I guide them through visualizations, whatever you see is wonderful. Don't, don't question it. You know, at first you're, you almost get into this little embarrassed thing. Like, well, I saw this angel and he, and he took me over this beautiful rainbow and we were flying through the crowd clouds, but is that real? And like, of course it was real. Of course it was real. Believe it. Believe you know, it. Yeah. Believe yeah. it. Believe it. Don't question. 
the guides always say, you know, the more you believe, the more you will receive, right? The more you believe, the more they can bring all these beautiful signs to you. And there's so many ways in which they can speak to us, you know, through the number patterns, through songs, through even repetitive messages that you may see on social media, overhearing a conversation from somebody, a stranger coming up to you and saying, I just felt like I needed to tell you this. I have a friend who does this for people all the time and they're just blown away. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. Now we have that attunement. I mean, that that listening and, and you're helping us to still our monkey mind. Correct. Yeah, exactly. And then you are actually, um, you know, helping people to get into action Yes. Based on intuitive guidance. Yes. Tell me what are the ways that you bring people to taking baby steps with that? Uh, you know, I know it's, it is a trust thing. It's, it's, um, <sighs> that's a good, such a good question. And, um, I want to bring forth the right answer to help because for me, I came into this life with it. It's so easy for me that sometimes I have to step back, track back a little and say, how do you connect? But I always told people, you know, what are the little nudges? What are the little pulls? What are the little signs that you notice? You know, go back to a time when you just absolutely knew that you needed to go do something. Mm -hmm. What was the feeling? Mm -hmm. What was the feeling that you had in your body? And they'll go, oh, yeah, right. I just... I don't know. I just knew I had to go to this class or I just knew I needed to go down, you know, to the beach this one day and the ocean spoke to me. And it's really just following those, the, the inner pulls and the feelings. Um, sitting outside in nature is an amazing way to start opening up your field and, you know, to get out of fear, which I know is such a pat statement, but um, that's the prayer, crux of it. Prayer. Yeah. Prayer, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What kind ready. of prayer? Uh, just angels. I'm ready and willing to see you in my life. Oh. Right? Yeah. I'm ready. I'm willing. I have not been up to this point, but I am ready, willing now. Please show me. Please show me. And then you, and then you really do let back and receive. And then when that song comes on the radio, you know, that says... Um, you know, like that song, Don't Worry, Child, God, uh, Heaven's Got a Plan for You. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. When that song yeah. comes on, say, is this for me? This no. is for me. You know, and you get excited. Show me more. I'm ready. I'm willing. Mm. Oh, it's just, it's it's such a vibrant field that you're creating and dynamic and mm filling up with light and and now we're going to keep talking about the healing process now mm -hmm. because we're taking action intuitive action um being i mean really tuning into the creative and the divine and um accessing and you are now taking us through a process yes okay what's that process all right so awareness, willingness, and now we're in action phase. Is this the third phase? Right. We're in, we're in action as we've, you've given us tools and ways that we can attune and we're writing down guidance. And now that, what part of action am I missing? And then also seeking guidance and help. Ah, so thank when you. you're first on this path, of course, right? Of course, we're all going to, you need to go seek mm -hmm. some help, mm -hmm. whether that's through a therapist, uh, a coach, a healer, 
um, body work, you know, I mean, even massage, acupuncture, but definitely go seek assistance, you know, read the books, read self-help books. I literally in my, in the early parts of my journey, I would go to Barnes and Noble and I would just go walking through the spiritual section and books would energetically come off the shelf towards me. Uh And I'd say, okay, that's the book I need to read next, you know? Yeah. Um, so seek assistance, of course. Now, then as you start to open up to your own intuition, your own feelings, then I would also, I want people to also start checking in with their own inner self, their own higher self, their own angels, their own guidance. Does this resonate for me? You feel it in the body, right? You feel it in the body. But at first we all need help. I've, I've, you know, sought, I, I was in therapy at the age of 20 and I was led to a beautiful therapist who was the one who told me that I should be doing this work. And that's when I got my master's in counseling. Yeah. Right. And then as I moved on, I progressed on. It was more, I had been seeing psychics at the same time. Uh, one woman, the very first psychic I ever saw was truly to this day, the most powerful woman I've ever met in my life. She read holograms. It was incredible. Amazing. She's no, but it was amazing. And, um, so yes, so we need to seek assistance and guidance from others to get us started. Um, and that's also part of the trust issue. It is. It's so important Correct. to have someone you can trust. Yes. And really uh, open your heart to. Correct. I love that, Sherry. And that you're right. So yeah. finding somebody that we really resonate with, mm-hmm. um, that we really feel a connection with, which is so important. So that we can start to bear our soul, open our heart and talk about the darkness that's within each one of us and the trauma, the things that we've gone through, our pain, yep. right? To talk about our pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we start to open up that field. That is when the intuition opens up. That's when we can start to you know, see the signs and uh, the angels can start to bring them to us more. And... Do you have a way for your, um, do you recommend that we start Reiki? I mean, you're, you're bringing in meditation and when you're working, you're offering meditations. You also, I, I really want to, don't want to forget this. You offer a healing circle, don't you? Yes, I do. So Let's, what is it? When does yeah, it happen? How does that's it happen? Your healing circle. That is a monthly, this is for people who don't, have a lot of money. <laughs> this was really an offering for people who don't have a lot of money. You know, the truth is too. healer. I spend a lot of money on my process. I mean, tens of thousands of dollars I've spent mm-hmm. on my healing process, which was part of my process. And it's fine. It doesn't necessarily have to be part of your process. You know, right. meditation is free, right? Mm-hmm. Meditation is free. Uh, yoga classes. You can go to yoga classes on a donation basis. Walking in nature is free. Um, the monthly circle, you receive a 40 minute guided healing visualization Ooh. Mm-hmm. Wow. and it leads through and you can listen to it, you know, over and over you own it. Um, as a little benefit, I have a private Facebook group as well to where people, I do a Facebook live event a week after I've sent out the healing journey to take any questions or offer support to people. Um, and I always prepare with the angels. They always in the guides and pull some oracle cards and things like that, fun things like that. But cool. um, yeah, so cool. So, so that's great. like a cost offering. So it gives you like a monthly, you know, 
a monthly journey on a specific topic that I receive from my guides and angels. And I love is that the the more you we work with that meditation, the deeper we can go. Um, and, you know, if you don't meditate much at all, putting this into your life every other day is going to make a huge difference. Huge, huge difference. difference. Yes, I and, get and it. And I tell people, start with three minutes. Oh, wow. Start with three minutes. You know, you don't have to meditate for 30 minutes at a time. I think a lot of people get afraid that they have to do it a certain way or mm-hmm. it has to be done, you know, oh, this way and I have to get a mala and I have to. No, you don't. You can sit out, you can sit in your car and close your eyes and set your timer for three minutes. I'm telling you, you will feel the difference after three minutes. I love that you said that. I just got a great visual. What a wonderful tool to give someone who is so busy and stressed out in her life that she can't breathe and I have been there so many times Mm -hmm. and I tend to get there when I have so much on my plate or I feel overwhelmed same thing but thank you and Sherry I would tell you in those moments when you feel it it is coming up and you you feel it I see this visual kind of creeping up into your throat and you start to feel like (gasps) (gasps) uh, take deep breaths three deep breaths I start every client session taking three deep breaths so that we align our energies. And I cannot tell you how many clients go, gosh, that felt wonderful. I said, I know. And that was only three deep breaths. (laughs) It is amazing. An amazing, amazing concept. It just flashed on this concept of how amazing would it be if we actually had, you know, if you went to lunch with someone and you sat with that person and before you started your conversation, you just took three deep breaths together you know what, it would transform <laughs> the entire visit and the entire the entire thing. What if you did it in a classroom? Wouldn't that be amazing? I love this. It's just it's so brilliant. It's Thank amazing. you. You're Thank welcome. You. No, it's, it's, We're going to share that one really big. It's like <laughs> a light just went on for me. I love it. I thank you. What a what what an amazing gift! It's an amazing (laughs) gift because I know you have a deep, deep passion to help people understand, uh, allow themselves to to understand and release, uh, own, allow, release their pain and to live a joyous life. And back to that amazing concept, which is we do deserve to be happy. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. You deserve to be happy. <laughs> of course. Of course. I mean, uh, that's what they want for us. Ultimately, if, to be happy, to be joyful, to be grateful, to live the life that we want to live. Yeah. Right. And you can. And you can. And it doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect. You know, oh. it's, it's not like we're, you know, the utopia, but it's understanding riding those waves. But when your connection to spirit is so deep that even though you're in a wave, you can say to yourself, it's okay. This is all going to be okay. And the more we surrender and turn all of that over to God, to our guides, to our angels, the less dramatic it needs to be, you know, and the smoother the resolution will come. And tell me specifically how that changes in our relationships with others. Oh, well, Wow. As we start with the relationship with ourself, right? Okay, it let's let's do with, yes. Yeah. So relationship to self is is key. Yeah. And this is where I really guide people is to always to go within, 
to look within. This is why meditation is such a powerful practice for that. It teaches us how to go within and to start with loving yourself. So this is where we start with how do you feel about yourself? How do you see yourself? As we know, the relationship with ourself is the foundation and everything, you know, springs forth from there. So when we're not in a self-loving place and we're in a self-critical place, we, we, you know, we extend that out. We radiate that out into the relationships that we have with others and, and finding that criticism, mm-hmm. you know, in, in others as well. Yeah. So, right, we bring it back home and home is where the heart is. Home is where the heart is. This is our home is our center. You know, this is the center of our being. And the heart is the, the gateway to the divine heart, to the beloved. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's really beautiful. Just so you you have such a... Wow. It's just beautifully, beautifully expressed. Now, in this process of attuning ourselves and trusting our life and alliance, all of that, mm-hmm. there is a part, a step in the healing energetic healing that you refer to as the void yeah yes i knew you were gonna say that yeah well that's what's next Uh, that's what's there yeah the void is tough the void is a tough place and i wish i knew now (laughs) no back then uh the void is the place of the in-between right it's it's the space between where we were and and where we're going um it's, it's, it's a, it's a scary time because you think nothing is happening. Mm. You've released attachments to the old, but you're not fully ingrained or rooted in the new. And so what I would say now, what I do tell people, this is a time of tremendous self-care. I mean, like you, you, you treasure your self-care in the most precious way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This is where you just love yourself more than anything. And, um, and you, you allow the process to happen. You allow it to unfold. This is where you allow your, your spirit team to do the work that's going on, quote unquote, behind the scenes. Um, and you just, um, you know, allow it. This is where you, you know, this is where you take baths, you take salt lavender baths. This is where you, yeah, right. This is where you watch your favorite shows or go to dinner with friends. Oftentimes during this time, you don't feel like being around a lot of people and that's okay as well. You're a little unsure, you know, of who you are anymore. This is where a lot of friendships will fall away. The old friendships, the old ways of being and the way you related to yourself and therefore others is changing quite a bit. That's okay too. You can honor that as well. You just spend time with yourself, um, and you, you know, and using your mental powers to not berate yourself, put yourself down. Again, you just self care, self care, self care all the way. Love yourself through love self through this exactly. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got mm-hmm. it. So the integration, though, the integration. That's that's the that's the that's when. Right. So the integration is when all of a sudden, you know, I mean, literally you wake up one day and you're like, you know what? I, I feel, I feel better. I feel lighter. You know what? I want to go to a yoga class today. I'm ready to be around people. And it's really exciting. You're like, woo, I feel pretty good. This is nice. You know, literally energetically you are lighter. Uh-huh. 
and what the angels will do, which is their way of showing us how much we've grown. They may bring you an old situation, um, you know, an old situation where you may have reacted one way and then all of a sudden you go, wait a minute, I don't have to react that way. I can choose differently. And in fact, I don't even want to react that way. Correct. Yeah, I can, I can, I have an option that feels a a hell of a lot better. Isn't that, isn't that brilliant? Isn't that really brilliant? Because, you know, one of the things that, uh, um, that the abuse, you know, the PTSD, the, the fact that it's, as you said a little bit ago, you said it's lodged in your body. Yes. And your self care is releasing it and. Yes. Exactly, Sherry. The self-care is allowing that to be released from the body. And of course, during this time, if you want to go to Reiki, get a Reiki treatment, go to an energy worker, get a bot, you know, get a massage, get some craniosacral work. Those are all so beneficial to the body. You know, go swim in the ocean, go take a sea salt bath, light some candles, do a little prayer, write yourself a love letter, you know. There's just so many things that we can do. But yes, that's how we're releasing and clearing it. And then when, like you said, when we go, you know what? I don't have to react that way anymore. That's what's creating the new neuro pathway in the brain to run a new thought pattern. Mm-hmm. Right? So now we've created a new thought pattern. No, I choose to feel good. I, I choose to not get angry about that anymore because it doesn't feel good anymore. You know, getting angry about that only makes me feel horrible. So I'm not going to do that. And there's part of what the the healing that you've also brought because when you bring in the angels and the divine, I am well in my life. I feel when I'm threatened. I mean, I can call on Archangel Michael. I can call on the energy. Right? Do you? Do you? Absolutely. You I teach do teach us that, time. and I absolutely teach people how to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. To yeah. call on your angels all the time. My daughter is driving. She's leaving. She's 19. She's leaving today to drive up to San Francisco. I live in Los Angeles. Yeah. I've already wrapped her in a big white bubble of light and put Archangel Michael on the top of her car. And I've asked him to please guide and protect her from start to finish throughout her entire journey and that she will return home safely and have a wonderful time. Uh, I do the same thing when my daughter's driving around the country. Mm-hmm. It's the only way to go. Otherwise, you just w- worry. You worry. <laughs> don't I'm a be creating that. We're powerful yes. people. Please don't worry. You know, I I truly love that. I can so relate to that. That if, and uh, we had, now we have a freedom we didn't experience before because we're not constantly hooked. Right. And right. Right. And you know, I have a phrase to worry about another is to doubt their own divinity, to question their own divinity that we, we, we trust, we need to trust that they have their angels and their guides Mm -hmm. and that they are being guided and protected. And, and so like you said, right, we can, we can release that. Let's release them to their, their spirit team to their soul plan to their higher intuitive guidance. And isn't that great? Because if there are people who have a tendency to get into codependency and save people because they don't want to save themselves, blah, blah, blah. Correct. You know, they're right. not, you That's know, <laughs> sorry. Codependence is, it's a redirect, right? It's a, it's a redirect away yeah. from ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you can yeah. actually not do that. 
Not make Correct. that phone call and just ask your angels to, you know, and send them light and to really pray. And, and you know, Sherry, and I have done that literally exactly what you said, not make that phone call, not send that text. Hey, is everything okay? Oh, yeah. Instead of, and then saying, you know what? Thank you for protecting her. I'm so glad I don't have to worry. I, I release that all to you and I'm here if she needs me. Yeah. Right. Right. And not make that call or that text because that's just our fear, you know, showing up as, uh, you know, as worry or, oh, I'm so concerned or, or that we're doing something that we think that that's an action step, but really it, it, it's an action step in the wrong direction. It's moving away from spirit. We want to move it towards spirit. Ah, that's a wonderful criteria. Mm -hmm. Does this action move me closer to spirit and in spirit or doesn't it? And right. what a great, what a great way to now get to stage seven mm -hmm. <laughs> of healing or six and seven. It's about integrating, integrating, and then being integrating and being. Wow. Right. And this is where you're at a new place. Ah. This is where you no longer react to your old ways. This is where you've, you know, you, you have arrived, you feel happy you're aligned, you're in tune, you're trusting your intuition, you're taking good care of yourself, you're honoring a day. If you're having a bad day, you say, you know what? It's okay. I'm having a bad day. I love this too shall pass is one of my favorites. Uh, but you don't go into the story anymore because the story is no longer alive. You know, mm -hmm. you know, you've fully forgiven someone when you no longer feel any sort of negative or bad reaction within yourself. Yeah. You know, right? Yeah. So these are the signs. You you're you don't you're you feel wonderful, you feel great. Uh-huh. Now, of course, we could go through these seven stages many times. So you may get to a stage and level of being, but then of course what that may do is jump you into a new timeline. And then once we jump into a new timeline, then of course there's gonna be a new set of circumstances. Uh, for the next level of of self realization, well, it's a spiral, isn't it? Yes. I mean, these these stages are, you know, <laughs> right. And you'll go back and forth, right? You may have landed at being for a while, and then something hits you, and you go, "Wow, I I need to really look at that." Yeah, I thought that was done, and so you might go back and go through them, but each time the process will be a little easier, and and may move a little faster, and be a little shorter because you already really know, like, oh, this is mine. You know, and I tell people too, anything that you are reacting to is yours. It is not about the other person. I, I had a session with a client recently. I've worked with him for years and this was a tough one for him was feeling sadness about somebody else in his life. And I said, but the sadness that you're feeling is not hers. It's yours. If you're feeling it, it's yours. Oh. And so we keep bringing it back to ourselves. What do I need to learn here? What is this showing me? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is so hopeful. <laughs> the whole process. It's so, it's so hopeful. And you are, of course, an amazing example of where taking this on can, can lead us to these magnificent places where you have yeah. this, you have all of this capacity to help other people, yeah. you know, Michelle, I love what you do. I mean, absolutely, absolutely love what you do. And I, and I really want to, um, I want to, I want to make sure we're going to close, but there's something 
I really want you to just take a moment and then just speak what you want to speak. I want people to know how truly loved they are. You are loved. You are loved on the deepest level. And there is nothing that you could ever do that would cause your guides, your angels, the spirit, God, universe, however you connect to the energy of all that is, that would ever cause them to leave your side, to not love you, to believe in your beauty and your light, because we are all part of it. If you liked this recording and benefited from it, please, for heaven's sake, share it with your friends. If you loved it, and want to hear more, go to theglitchmovie.com forward slash how to connect with angels, where you can listen and subscribe. Thank you so much.